and then at the end of February, uh, again, we're in South Lake Tahoe at, at the Divided Sky, which is in Myers, and then... Um, March 4th, we're playing at Point Reyes Yeah, Station. the Western Saloon. Ah, is, um, Saloon. Yeah, that's going to be really good. Yeah, March, <laughs> cool in there. March 18th, we're playing a benefit here in the city, and on the 19th, making uh, our first show at the Legionnaire Saloon in Oakland. Right on. And what's your favorite kind of crowd to play to? Would it be like something local? That was an easy way. Uh, easy one to answer. Yeah. They know how to have fun. Do they tend yeah. to start singing along? Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we get some sing-alongs. We've got a song, uh, Joshua. People like to sing along to that one. Yeah. I, do, I do want to mention, uh, real quick, before mm -hmm. we move on from the, the show calendar, uh, <laughs> we are, we're playing April um, April 22nd, I believe. Oh, the Lagunitas. Uh, the Lagunitas. Yeah, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. That will be oh, okay. a show with drunk people. Guaranteed. People are like sitting down. It's a little reserved, yeah. There is beer. Yeah, but we'll be playing, so they'll get up and dance. Yeah. That's that's starters. That's like the appetizer and then when you guys right. come on, it's like the full they meal, right? The full course. <laughs> Start stomping their feet. That's great. And who if you were to open for a major act, who would you what would be your number one choice? To open for a major act. Mm -hmm. God, like Green Sky would be great. Devil Makes Three would be great. Mm -hmm. They're playing tonight, right? Yeah, they're over there. Fox. Fox. Mm -hmm. The, the Wood oh, Brothers would be awesome. You should go crash their show. Yeah, right? <laughs> be busking outside. <laughs> if we weren't playing our own, we probably would be doing that. Next time. Yeah, awesome. uh, there'd be so many great people to play. You know, yeah. luckily, here, especially in California, everyone wants to come to California on tour. So That's all these true. great acts come through all the time. Yeah. Definitely. And how long have you guys been playing your instruments? Ah, so that's kind of an interesting. Um, when we started this band, way back in the day, the reason, uh, I shouldn't say the reason we started, one of the benefits of starting was we got to play instruments that we'd never played before, like the dobro or the banjo. That was for awesome. me. That was for Aaron and, and myself. Yeah, that was also kind of the reason. Yeah, it, yeah. We were like, oh, I want to learn how to play the banjo. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but... I've been playing the guitar since I was maybe 14 or 15. You know, Peter's yeah. been playing his whole life on that thing. No, no, actually. No? He yeah. just started like He just <laughs> started tonight. No, I started when I was 19. I'm 26 now, so. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, math, uh, seven years. <laughs> math. <laughs> Good old math. <laughs> and your instrument has a name? Oh, this is a mandolin. Yep. Oh, it says the. Oh, we call it Sally. Oh, yeah, this is a mandolin. Oh, this is it's uh, the name. It's um, the lore. The uh, lore. That's who makes the mandolin. So. Um, it's not a real lore, though, is it? It's. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it does sing it twice. It's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, he did like he didn't make it. I think he's in Australia or something. They're faking just, it. The, those things are like quarter million dollar ambulance. The the lore. Yeah, I didn't pay that. Listen, San Francisco, do not break into this man's hand. Ambulance is not worth a quarter. I know. Million. We've had a couple. Oh, right, that one woman. So heard about it often. Fruition. She had an ambulance stolen. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, that was a bummer. Shh! Don't tell anyone you're here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a radio. Undisclosed <laughs> 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 <this> radio bunker. <laughs> <laughs> and remind us again the best way to find you guys online to find out more. Facebook is great. If you just look up The Good Bad on Facebook, our website is thegoodbadmusic.com. Mm -hmm. 
and gosh, we've got an Instagram and all kind of little we have a YouTube channel as well. Oh, those are fun. Bad the band. Reverb Nation. That's a good uh, one. What else? Number one music. It's just like I sure. keep getting emails from these. Things. I don't even know. What they are. <laughs> <laughs> you're like sure. Accept, accept, sign up, sign yeah. up, accept. If you're looking us up online, don't don't get deterred by all the good, bad, and the ugly websites that'll pop up. That's oh, right? Yeah. That's not, <laughs> that was not Eastwood. about the Neckbeard Boys. It was very searchable. You type in the Neckbeard Boys, the neck we were the boy. only people True. that came up. You know what I'm saying? True. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll yep. have to work on that. But now we're the good bad, so. The good bad, right? The bad good. <laughs> and when you guys are recording, is it usually in the studio or? We do. Uh, so we do some stuff, you know, outside, like fun stuff. But our our albums that we put out, our produced music that we put out, is done in a studio here in the city with a producer named Zach Phillips. And, awesome. uh, is that producer? Yeah. If you're listening out there, Zach, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, over at uh, High Street Studios, which is oh, it's yeah. nice to be local. Our very first we one we did in New them. Orleans, and that was awesome. It was oh, a great wow. experience, but it's been really nice to have it here at home. What's the difference between recording out there versus here? Is it just a different vibe? Uh, the vibe is different. Um, also, just the general familiarity. A with the room and B with the producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps. It helps a lot to have a, a great rapport with this person. I imagine if we knew the producer in New Orleans very well, it would have been equally as positive. But uh, I think the big, big part of it is just being familiar with the area, feeling comfortable. Mm. Do you feel comfortable right now? No, I'm super. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super You're crawling out of your skin right now. <laughs> Well, I think we have time for two more songs. Does two that work songs. for you guys? Works for me. Two oh. songs. What do you got in mind? Uh, we could do uh, uh, Old Trick, or we could do Anything Before. Let's do uh, Anything Before and then uh, Joshua. Great. Sure. How's that sound? That sounds I agree. So Anything anything Before is, is kind of like our single off of our um, latest album, our self-titled album. Uh-huh. Um, and you can find... Uh, our music video of anything before on YouTube, if you type in. YouTube. It's also on our website. Um, yeah, I'd probably go to our website, uh, goodbadmusic.com, and it's just right up in there. You watch the music video. And again, you guys are playing tonight at Amnesia down the street from Mutiny Radio. So if you're in the area, definitely go check them out. And uh, do you have a lot of people coming to the show tonight? We do. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's always funny, like, when you create events on, like, when you spread the word. Facebook, yeah. Facebook is one of the best ways to do it. And yeah. You kind of judge, like, how big of a crowd you're going to get by the people that respond to your Facebook. And, like, it's, uh... Because they're you, committed. Inevitably, you get about 30 or 40% of that. There's some math behind yeah. it. No, sure. now that they've added that, like, I'm interested in this event, I'm not committing to it, button. <laughs> yeah. Makes people feel better. Yeah, yeah, right? So we've got, like, 130 people we've that are interested, <laughs> and then, like, 50 people that are confirmed. So that's not bad for that many people. (laughs) Usually here in the city, on any given night here in the city, especially on a weekend night, we probably draw about 150 to 200 people. Good for Uh, you. Yeah. That's amazing. Amnesia cannot support that. (laughs) They're going to be outside cheering you on. That that happens sometimes. (laughs) All right. This song is called uh, Anything Before. All right. And uh, actually... I don't know if this person's out there listening, but this song is uh, near and dear 
to my heart, obviously, because I wrote it. But uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine is, is moving to Kansas City, and this, this song is, is a lot about the experiences that her and I have shared. And it's not the most positive song, but the outcome has been incredibly positive. And uh, I hope if she's listening that uh, she likes it. All right.
Hopefully they were listening. I hope so. <laughs> if not, they can always tune in later. Ah, all right. <laughs> and um, so that's more of a personal yeah. thing going on. Yeah. Okay. That's just special. That's just a, yeah. Special little private thing. Awesome. That I just shared with the world. <laughs> we only play that it's not private. <laughs> we only play that at radio stations. <laughs> For the whole world to hear. Right. I hope that people in my songs don't care about that. I know I have an ex-girlfriend who um, is pretty vocal about the fact that I, I wrote songs about her. and She's always, we're still friends, and she's always confused as why they're so angry. <laughs> they're all really angry songs. You like it so I wasn't angry at you, baby. Right, exactly. <laughs> I channeled my anger over here so that we can still be friends. It's like a release valve. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of thinking of it. That still doesn't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> we're still scared. Yeah. <laughs> How does the songwriting process work for you guys? Do you kind of write your own? Well, we have um, then... a little bit of an interesting one. I don't know. Songwriting is so personal for a lot of people. Um, everyone does it and approaches it differently. Mm -hmm. um, both Aaron and I write songs. Also, Audra writes songs. And Peter writes songs, too, but we don't play any yet. Um, none of his songs, right? None, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Working on that, though. Um, I know for, there are a lot of songs that Aaron and I have written together where one of us brings the music and has an idea for the lyrics, but doesn't, you know, we just end up working together because it's fun. And then um, I personally, I tend to do a, um, a process where I, I'll write like a song a day for like a week or two weeks straight and just output massive quantities of music. And most of it is terrible. <laughs> and then at the end of it, I just kind of, Maybe I'll take one song or a bit from this song, a bit from that song, and then I'll have the music, and the band will learn the song, and then when we have to record, I'll eventually write lyrics. Eventually. Yeah. So it's the music first, then lyrics come. For me personally, yes. Yeah, for me, um, that's most. That's the case most of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much all the time. Music comes first, and that kind of inspires lyrics. But for me, you know, I. I go through waves of, of inspiration, and I have to wait for inspiration in order to write a good song. If I force it, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a good song for me. So, like, most of the songs that we play in this band, I wrote the whole thing, like, in a span of t 10 minutes to a half an hour, because it's just like, this inspiration just came and hit me, you know? Mm -hmm. Fiddle and Dirty, um, I watched a video of these, like, these kids busking on the street. I, I wasn't expecting you to say that. What? I was expecting you to say something else. Oh. <laughs> right, with the name like Fiddle and Dirty, yeah, and then like you a... watch a video on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Kids, okay. Okay, continue. <laughs> These kids busking on the street, and I, uh... <laughs> sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> and, uh, and I kind of created, like, a whole backstory as to, like, why they, how they ended up where they did, and that's the song, you know. Uh, but that's just an example. But yeah, like most, uh, I wait for the inspiration. Otherwise, that's that's the way to go, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> You're not allowed to speak ever again. <laughs> um, all right, why don't we do uh, one more song for you guys here? Yes. Uh, this is another man. We're playing a lot of old ones tonight. Um, just a good time for it. This song is called Joshua. Um, this is the second song we wrote in this band. We wrote a song called Drinkin'. 
and we're not going to play that. But you can hear that tonight at Amnesia if you, if you make it to the really? show. Joshua was the second one? Joshua was the second song we wrote. Maybe the third. And I wrote it on the banjo, actually. I'm still learning fun facts about all this. I'm very relatively new. Yeah. So this is all. This is nice to hear. <laughs> it's infor informative for the banjo player. It really is. <laughs> all right, Joshua. Mm.
Okay. Do you? Um, I don't know if you guys could hear us out there. We, um, I know <laughs> both Aaron and I. Sometimes you can hear this uh, when a person is smiling while they're singing. Uh, Peter just did something that I don't think I'd ever heard before from him on that song, and it just—I looked over at Aaron, and he just had the same <laughs> grin on his face that I did. And it's always—it's funny how that changes the way you sing when you get a big smile on totally. your face. Yeah, definitely. And do you get it? I'm obviously you're probably going to get a different vibe depending on where you're performing and no, just the circumstances. I love that. I yeah. love watching videos of my favorite people. They're like, sometimes they're just, sorry, it's such a tangent, but just so, Go for it. so happy. <laughs> but yeah. something that I love about this band, because the audience isn't always great. Sometimes we're playing at private parties or events where people consider us background music, which isn't a lot of fun. But it's always fun to play with these guys because everyone's just having a great time every Aww, time. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm a pretty damn good time. Oh, Peter. <laughs> How did you join the group? Uh, I was playing with a group before. We're kind of like on a hiatus, and I was I just got back from a, I just got back from a trip, and I was like. I really, really, really want to get another band that's more of my style, mm-hmm. and uh, I went on Craigslist, which I've done a lot of before, and I found like bands, but it never really worked out. But then I, I hit up Aaron. I didn't know at the time, but I hit mm-hmm. up Aaron for banjo player, mm-hmm. and then he gets back to me immediately. And then next thing I know, I'm like, you're here, I'm, boom! I'm here, yeah. <laughs> so it's worked out so far. Mm-hmm. Well, it was awesome to meet you guys. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks so much for having yeah, us. Thank this you has been much. a great time. Yeah. And we wish you the best of luck tonight in your three. Your, you guys are playing in three of the bands. Yeah, Audra and I are playing in three of the bands. That's amazing. But you want people to be there specifically for. Well, this is this this is <laughs> for both of us. I believe this is our, our my main project. Yeah. You know, this Baby. is everything that we're throwing our heart into. Your heart and soul. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, people should stop on by Amnesia at 10.30 tonight. Well, they can come. At and they can come now. When the door is open, there'll be some comedy at 8.30. They can start drinking now. Yeah. They can and on it. It is. Saturday night. I would have never known. <laughs> now I know. Good now job. I know the truth. Good job at hiding it. <laughs> Well, it was great to meet you guys, right, yeah, and well, um, you good luck to you guys, and hopefully we'll be seeing you again soon. Thanks. Do you, do you need help carrying your... No. <laughs> I, I had some trouble there. <laughs> I was like, good God, she's dressing me with this. <laughs> That's right. It was a good, it was a good test. It was a really good test. Her face. I'm not used to carrying huge instruments around. With the mandolin, it's like, what are we doing? Stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
think of all the things I've seen And I know that it's only the beginning You know those smiling faces I just can't forget them But for now I
gotta decide if we're gonna see tomorrow You and I gotta look to the sky We're gonna die wondering why life ain't nothing but sorrow Cause it's gonna be a while Till I get to see you smile And you gotta let me
was the good bad. They were just here. They did a in-studio performance, a live in-studio performance. Of that were song. Amazing. They did that song, right? They did do that song. That was Anything Before. And they're going to be playing tonight at Amnesia. Oh, I love Amnesia. And two of them are playing in two of the opening bands, so you better go check them out. Yeah. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Be there in 26 minutes. Wow, <laughs> right to the T. And before that was the B-52s. Rome is the song. And before that was Graham Coxon from Blur. That's one of his solo uh, situations, you and I. And before that was the Beatles from Abbey Road, who just they recently their music became available on Spotify. On Spotify yeah. So that was amazing. Michael Jackson let it go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's on by Paul McCartney now, right? Oh, is it? He took it back. Did, did Michael Jackson will all of the Beatles music back to Paul McCartney? I think he had to buy it. Oh, he had to buy it. Oh, <laughs> he was selling all the shit. He knows how to be a baller. Absolutely. <laughs> Even in death. <laughs> that was from uh, Here Comes the Sun. Before that was Lou Reed uh, from his self-titled album. The song's called I Love You. <laughs> I just had to do that. And before that was Underworld. Um, you probably recognize the song from the end of Train Spotting when he takes the bag and, you know, basically flips off his friends and takes off. Apparently there's a sequel to that coming out very Train soon. Train Spotting 2? No <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And that song's called Very Interesting. And that song's called Born Slippy. And uh, Pam Benjamin is here joining us. How you doing, Pam? Hey, Aisha, Crystal, nice to be here on Sounds from the Street. You sound so calm. <laughs> well, hello, Pam. It's the drugs. Yeah. Is it? It's the drugs. And who's your friend here sitting next to you? David the neighbor. Hello, David. I'm the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're welcoming yourself. He, he also, I'm David the neighbor. He also, uh, he's a I'm actually not your neighbor, but no, I'm close to. No, you're Alabaster's neighbor. You're close enough. You're my neighbor now. True. You're I'm literally right next to her. There. So technically Literally, I'm a neighbor to you all. Yeah. Here we all are together as neighbors. <laughs> are you wearing a Uniqlo jacket? No. Oh, okay. It's, There's something on it. It's actually a diesel jacket. Oh, oh and, shit. And no, no. You know what's funny? My because mind was blown. No, no. And, you know, my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, my mind gets blown, too. <laughs> but <laughs> I realized, like, it's, a, it's more of, like, a city fashion jacket because... I was up in the mountains, and I'm and I, I'm from the mountains actually. And I always wore like North Face or Marmot, like big heavy down jackets, like real down. And then I bought this, so I thought, I thought it was like pretty, like really pretty <laughs> and cute. Well, but let me I know, tell well, you. capital W E L L dot dot dot. Like I was like, oh. And then I went up to the mountains, and I was like wearing this. And I'm like, I'm. Flipping cold. It's and so I was work, like, so it it's work. actually, it's not, at all it's, not effective. It's, it's just city fashion. It is for a city fashion. Yeah. And that's why, I, like, oh, that's what diesel is. And that's what it is. So, yeah. but Uniglo is awesome. <laughs> My underwear are Uniglo. Oh, well, oh, how did I know that? Well, you, not yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Chinese that make it, right? What is Uniglo? Japanese. It's Japanese. Oh, even yeah. better. Yeah, uh, they, they had a cashmere but Chinese torture. dollars You know. They Chinese. love to torture their people. So uh, well, I, I thought that was only the North which Koreans? I don't know. I'm trying North to be Koreans. Racist, I can't even do it. Bali, Indonesia, <laughs> Guatemala. Apparently, okay, though, okay, their employees okay, okay. have to carry a pad and take notes on like what customers tell them. Because I know somebody who used to work there, and he's like, yeah, it's like they a They don't use iPads? 
No, they use like pen and paper. They're taking it back and they're just what like is writing that? down. <laughs> right? That's like so dy- dinosaur. Post-it. Do they, do they like, take those notes? Post notes? What? Turn them into poems? What do they do with all that? I don't know. Me. I think they get reviewed like at iPad. the end of the month. You don't even have to look at the person. It's quicker. Your mind to your fingers with the iPad. Just hook it up to the side of your head, right? Because everybody would just be on Facebook if they had an iPad. I'd be like, I know. I don't think Facebook's as entertaining as everybody thinks it is. It just makes me feel like a shitty person. I love it. You have some great <laughs> posts on there. It's all just I promotion. Love it too. I just don't know any other free um, platforms to do promotion on. They just everyone wants to make you pay to promote your stuff, and Facebook's the only thing where it's like still free, and you're trying to sort of use what is there, mm-hmm. like a social. You can run a business on Facebook nowadays easily. You can sell things it's on really Facebook. Good. It's nutty. you can do anything you want on Facebook. It's and it's crazy to me. Uh, they, do they take a cut? Who you can find can double-ended dildos on Facebook. Book you can sell yourself like, on Craigslist. Oh, okay. That's where you do that. I'm yeah, going to do that later. Misconnections. <laughs> well, no. Um, I had a friend who used to be a, ho- a naked house cleaner, and she would get paid $300 an hour to go to dudes' houses and just clean their house and not wear clothes. Do you have her oh, card? Wow. She didn't even have to have sex with them or anything. She just cleaned their house yeah. naked. But do you have her card? Well, no. She's on Craigslist. <laughs> Oh. Uh, but she, she said the craziest one was a guy made her. He didn't make her clean her house. It was one of those rich houses on the hill, and everything was like glass and stainless steel. And he brought her into this big stainless steel kitchen, and he tried to make her make an omelet on a stainless steel pan with no butter. And he yelled at her about the eggs every time. And he, she did it for like an hour, but she got 300 bucks. And all he did was yell at her in his kitchen about how she couldn't make an omelet. Without butter. Without butter. And it was Do stick, it. In, in, a, in a stick pan. Pam, it was like, a, it was one like question. an aluminum pan. <laughs> One question. Yeah. Does she have a twin? <laughs> no. And is it double or nothing? Double or nothing. And how much is it for two? <laughs> the thing is, if a bitch can't make a fucking omelet, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if a bitch can make it's an she's omelet. She's good for nothing. If she can, can do you, can it Can you plant asparagus with that omelet, though? That's the question. I like the butter part. <laughs> Without butter. butter. No no oil. <laughs> Try to make an omelet in a, in a stainless steel pan. Good luck. Oh it's always going to stick. It's just like protein. <laughs> Just stuck. Oh, we're talking about the comedy festival. Yes. Right? Tell us more about the right. comedy Sweet. festival. It's all going to stick, honey. It's Don't worry. Gonna, I, <laughs> Hopefully it'll stick, stick to their mind. This will stick. Don't, oh, Stainless baby, steel. it'll stick. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of dick jokes uh, at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. We love dick jokes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many. Uh, March 2nd through 6th. It's five days. There's 25 shows in five days all here wow. at the station. There are also other super fun things that are happening outside the station, but you kind of get invited to those when you do the station things like there's a there's a thing on we have a couple free beer events but the only way that you get access to them is by like you know being like oh what about the festival I'm not gonna tell you about the brainwash show hmm. unless Ooh. Got, yeah the we've brain. got so we have we have there's one venue that's here we have 25 shows in five days here uh, from six to eleven every night and then we have a show at SF Eagle on Wednesday at midnight and we have a show at brainwash on Saturday right from down. two to four. Uh, our sponsors are hmm. PBR, so you'll know what you'll be oh, getting shit. for free because PBR is a sponsor. PBR. Yeah, I know. PBR is a sponsor. Uh, also, Alta California Botanicals, the best medical marijuana in the biz. Right on. Oh, 
my gosh, PBR and and yeah, and mixed and, 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 and marijuana. Back kind of night. Wow. Also, sounds like a late night. Alciento, right up the street from us, they're a supporter. They're having the open a night party on Wednesday the second, where it's and if you ever go to Alciento the entire week and you say you're from the festival, you get happy hour prices no matter what time it is. So you can go to Alciento at like, you know, midnight on a Saturday and be like, ooh, I was at the festival, and you get happy hour prices for everything, have food and drinks. So please. they have some really stiff drinks over there. Yeah. yeah. Or half off. Happy yeah. hour. Well, happy hour prices. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, SF Eagle, Asiento, who else is our sponsor? Brainwash. Uh, and then we have two artists that are making stuff for us for the gift bags. Don't we have one other sponsor? Who is it? Oh, S- Subliminal SF. Uh, they make this t-shirt I'm wearing right now. It's I want to buy fuck, that. Yeah. Fuck, I'm going to buy that. Fuck it says NWA. fuck NWA. And it's the police. It's the picture of the police. A picture of the police. <laughs> but like, like um, you it's know, Stuart Copeland and Sting. It's a great shirt. It's, uh, yeah. And it says fuck NWA. So. Whoa. Uh, but this was made by Subliminal SF. He also has a great shirt of, um, it has a picture of um, the black comic from 70s, and he's awesome. Richard and Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. And underneath it says high on fire. So it was made for the band <laughs> High on Fire. And it's a picture of Richard Pryor as high on fire. Well, Richard Pryor was high he on was fire. He was high on fire. It's literally. so great. Yeah, like, literally high on fire. <laughs> Absolutely. So Subliminal SF is an amazing t-shirt company. Torch. They also do all kinds of, they're doing all the um, pictures and um, images for the festival they've done. So we're really thankful to Subliminal SF. What do you think Sting thinks about it? They actually gave him a cease and desist letter from the police, from the band, saying like, you can't make that shirt anymore. But he's still yeah, he's like, awesome. You know, I don't, think you, I don't think you can make that shirt anymore because it's I'm going to wear it to the Sting concert. Yeah! I love Sting. I saw Sting open for the Grateful Dead. That's really weird. Sting, 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 Sting opened up for the Grateful Dead in 1993 in Las Vegas, and I was there. It was when Jerry Garcia was still alive. And I was actually more excited about being, like, I was in the front for Sting, and I have pictures of him and everything. I was like, Sting! Yeah. You know what? And then for like the Grateful Dead, I was like, eh, fuck this, I'm on acid. Who cares? Yeah. But like, Sting, Sting was I was my... in the front. That's Sting, awesome. Sting was my first concert ever right after he left the police. Awesome. And it was the Dream of the Blue Turtles album. And it was with Brantford Marcellus on saxophone. It was really amazing. They did a lot of police covers. It was really cool. I was super young. And um, I was really, like, I went home from school sick that day. And my mom said, well, if you can go out and cut the lawn, I'll still let you go to the concert. So I went out and cut the lawn, puking at every <laughs> And I still went to the concert, but it was great. Awesome. I and then it. I saw the Ramones, front row, when I was Woo! 19 years old. Whoa. My second show ever. 19 wow. years old, front, front row, row, Ramones. Wait, you're? <laughs> he doesn't want to say. <laughs> so no remember. 90s, right? I don't remember. I'm in 84. Sure. <laughs> 96. No, 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 no. You're uh, 19. No. So 95. The Ramones. No, no. The Ramones. 91. The Ramones was 1993. Oh, 93. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's when I saw the Sting. That was great. And then Sting, Sting was like 1991, <laughs> I think it was. Like. We're about yeah. the same age. I'm old. I'm an old duck now. <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm 41. I'm, I'm 42. There we go. <laughs> so we're both Listen, old two ducks. All right, 1973. This is 1974 calling back All right. and saying that acid wash jeans are coming back. Did you know about this? Yes, we did. Yeah. They're totally coming back. Like the 80s, everything comes back. Bell bottoms came back, went around. Acid wash jeans, never thought it would happen again. It's oh, happening. My God. It's happening. It's insanity. Everything, everything is happening. Why do hipsters think that acid wash jeans are cool again? Why do 
cinching, when are the cinching cool. the jeans coming back? Remember cinching from like the early 90s where you'd wear your dad's jeans and they were too Why do hipsters cinching? think hipsters are cool? It's just. It's I don't fun. think anyone thinks hipsters <laughs> no, are cool. It's, like, it's just what? they have enough money to pretend that they're cool. I right. think that's how it works. Like yeah. hipsters? Valencia Street. <laughs> He's moving the thing away. It's so funny. No, we <laughs> like, enjoyed David's rhetoric. Like hipsters made like a hipster. It's rhetoric corner. Hipsters made a hipster union. Like back in the sixties, like you know, uh, uh, Lou Reed or Bob. He was Dylan a hipster. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol and um, there are beats. Uh, Kim Kim um, Kim. Uh, Gordon. No. John Hill. Yes, that that woman. Anyway, <laughs> they all made a movement because that's just how they lived. Hipsters made the movement of hipster nation. They created that. Like back then, no one thought about it. They just dressed that way and lived that way. That lifestyle. They lived on the streets. Yeah, and now like the way they wore their jeans or their Chelsea boots or whatever, and their beards and all that fucked up shit. People like grow now to like be fucked up shit. They all do that to make. But a, the a difference, the difference it's is all statement now. The difference Everyone is something to do something that for them. The, the difference is that back exactly. then they were doing it from an authentic point of view, and now people are paying lots of money to recreate yeah, the authenticity. Exactly, and you Leave can't. Right create authenticity no, with money. You can, never you can only be authentic by being authentic. You can't yeah. pay for authenticity. It's impossible. Right on. She hit the nail like, on you can't. Right it's, I mean, but you can try. Yeah. I mean, how many guys in flannels with beards do we have to see? Too many. I mean, no. I, way too fucking many. Way too many. And how many right. of them? Down the street. Okay, so let Who's me go on a rant really quickly. Let me do go it, on a rant. Pam, do it. The more red shirt? Here's the problem. These fucking hipster assholes with all their money and they you spend $1,500 on their fucking mechanical skateboards. Learn how to skateboard for real, you fucking pussy. I saw a fat man riding a fucking electronic skateboard front and back, stupid helmet on, and I was like, it wouldn't be a fat fuck if you could ride a skateboard for real, you goddamn hipster asshole. I oh, have $1,500, now I can be a skateboarder. Took me five years to not fall on my face. I broke my nose, lost teeth, you fucking dick. Oh, now I just forward and break with this little thing because I have $1,500. You well, suck. My question is... Anyone with an electronic skateboard who hasn't skateboarded in the past is an asshole. My period. question is... Agreed. Why do you wear work boots and you don't work? <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, man? And they What's look going so, on? They look so scuffed up and so worn out and so deteriorated and Coding dentured and coated and Carhartt. And like, why? You don't fucking work. And your beard is like so perfectly shaped. The Google guy wearing Carhartt. There's like, no story behind it either. How long does it take you to get dressed? It takes a lot of money to look that poor. <laughs> There's no blood, sweat, and tears Hipster, behind it. Get over it. Be yourself. Be unique. Don't be like anyone else. Fucking do your thing. Do your fucking thing. Don't go out there and try to be like everybody in this fucking city. Don't be gay because you need to be gay because you fit in. Don't be whatever you need to be. Like fucking. <laughs> Just be you and get over the fucking bullshit, dude. Because it's wrong. They've got enough you money know? to be anybody they want to be. They can dress Seriously. up like... Hipster, be fucking real for being a hipster. Shave your fucking dirty beard, grab some new fucking shoes, and... Stop paying $16 dude, for a chicken sandwich. Up your fucking Levi. Can we That's stop cool, paying really. $16 for... 
Can we stop paying sixteen dollars for a for a fried chicken sandwich? If we could Bullshit. stop doing that, that would make me not have to pay. Well, like, wait. I pay eighteen dollars for a fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's the reality, right? <laughs> that's my reality. Oh my god, fried chicken sandwich. Eighteen says sixteen. All right, I'll take it. The more, it, how do you add value to something? How do you? And and I think that by raising the cost of things, somehow people think it adds value. That's why for the for the Mutiny Radio Comedy the Festival, is value. the what shows are. $10 a piece for every individual show, but if you buy a festival pass, um, it's only $150, so instead of $250, you only pay $150 for the whole festival, access to everything, how amazing, but you can also buy day passes for $35, so instead of like, or having individual shows for 10 you can get the festival, the day pass for 35 You get half day passes for um, $16.50? No, but if you but if you buy a day pass and you tweet it or you Google Plus it, we give you 10% off. So your oh, wow. ticket can really be $30 to have access to five hours five of shows. comedy, however okay, you want. Now you're getting all hipster on us. Hold on I'm just second. trying to monetize Tell us station. about the Sober Set versus Superstone. Oh my God, the Sober Set versus Superstone. This is the best show. <laughs> so wait, the wait, comedians... Wait. Which one are you? Which one am I? Uh, well, no, this is, I think I, I can guess. I'm, I'm not even hosting the show. Clay Newman is hosting the show because he's a super stoner. But uh, the comedians are first going to do a set sober. And then they're going to go out behind the door. And I'm going to give them a blunt. And they're going to smoke it to their dome. And then they're going to come back inside. And they're going to do another set. And we're going to see what the fuck just happened. <laughs> Does it matter? Are they still as funny? Are they different? What's happening? They were sober. They smoked a, like a huge blunt to the dome and they come back in and do another set. It's going to be a lot of fun. Sounds amazing. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, that's and good. then what happens? And then we all laugh. There's a there's an underwear <laughs> only show. I hope so. There's an underwear only show. Um, I think it's Friday underwear night. only. Underwear only. All the comedians are going to be in their underwear. Sexy the comedy. Sexy comedy. Here's the thing. One of the girls, Wednesday Weiss from Oregon, is a professional stripper in Portland, Oregon. She's also a comedian. That's her to be. She actually does a naked comedy show in Portland. Do you have Portland. her card? By oh chance? yeah, she's fucking hot as fuck. She's gonna be here. Okay. So you guys Woo! need to see her. I think that for the I think she's. <laughs> going to be on the website you can but so for the underwear show so for the underwear show I'm hoping that the stripper for the underwear show starts in her underwear and then she takes off her clothes she has no, that's why we painted the window you guys the reason we painted the window was for potential nudity uh, during the potential. comedy festival I mean just to, it's also a good backdrop and everything else but I definitely didn't want people seeing in at night with the naked ladies on stage but Wednesday Weiss out of Portland really excited for all of her sets her comedy is so funny and just so great we have a roast of Jesus on Sunday at six. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be there's, fun of Jesus. There's people Sunday. coming from all corners of the country. There's people yeah. coming from out of the country. It, right? Yeah, we've, we have we have Germany, uh, New York, uh, Georgia, uh, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Texas, Utah, South Carolina, Michigan, uh, Illinois, Washington, Oregon. Uh, I think you've named most of the states. Yeah, well, th it's what huge. About, it's 24 comedians from all over the place. So it's so like insane. Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Uranus. No, uh, I wish Uranus. I could get a Mexican a alien. Uh, <laughs> we do, we do have an that alien. A That's a good one. People come from all over for Uranus. We we do have a Mexican alien all the way from uh, L. A. Named Eric Escobar. There you go. Uh, but we have, and that's the thing. We're you almost half women. Out of the 24 comics, the 11 of them are women. I've never had. I got gays. I got trans people. Oh. 
We're all is. over the map with these 24 people. Oh my God. We're all over. It isn't just Represent. white dudes. We got black people. We got, I mean, we're all over the place, right? There are still black people on this earth? There are. There are many black comedians. That's awesome. And we, we definitely. I love black people. Yeah. <laughs> I love all people, but I'll never again yeah, say like all lives matter because so I know I that like pisses them people. off. Yeah. They don't like that. Screw those. Like, no. <laughs> What? Screw those white people. Oh my god. We don't need them. What are you thinking? Like, hello, I'm white. I'm white. I checked I'm my white, white privilege at the door. Yeah. But that's not true. I'm still on food stamps. So, like, I have, like, the whitest of white privilege. I'm like, people think I'm rich and I'm on food stamps. It's great. It's fun. It's like, they just, you got it made, Pam. I, I gotta get your groceries. That's funny. People think I'm still on food stamps and I'm rich. <laughs> so, it's like a whole different It's culture. a whole different. Like, Rags well, to riches. Can I help you? You can help me. I went to uh, Whole Foods and they made me, uh, they made me tell them. They make you tell them you have, you're using your EBT card. And I had I was buying some uh, foie gras. Cool I was buying some foie gras pate, oh, some shit. really delicious no. cheeses, <laughs> and um, some cool bread because I was going on a picnic in the park right there by the hay or whatever. And uh, she looked at me and she's like, foie gras with food stamps. And I said, just because I'm poor doesn't mean I don't have good taste. <laughs> like I'm allowed to like foie gras, all right? I'm allowed to eat artisanal meats, You're charcuterie, like, if you will. You're like, yeah, bitch, that ring looks dumb in your face. <laughs> you know, why do you have a ring in your face? Just ring me up. Bitch. Give me the bug out of So here. you guys should know yes, that. And I like Pellegrino. David's new uh, his business. They're actually being carried now soon at Whole Foods. They're working. He, oh, he makes simple syrups with many different infused so, yeah, um, flavors. Tell them about I your business. Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. I love Whole Foods. Do you like their asparagus water? I haven't tried it. But their cucumber spa water? Yeah. $5 for like an like a ounce of like spa water. Spa water? You I'm rub like, it on your face? I'm like, wow. I rub it on my cock. I'm like, wow. You're paying $5. Good, if it's that fucking good, I'm going to yeah. rub it everywhere. Like, and I don't like rubbing there. What's hell hat? <laughs> you know what I mean. But. No one likes hand jobs anymore. What happened to the hand job? It's the kick. What did he say? This the cakes of. It's like the. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. Well, because you. It's can like you know what you really. Why have someone else do it? It's weird. You got to flip your hand upside down. A guy down or a girl, girl. You can rub your. You can rub your clit better than yourself. Or you can rub your cock better than yourself. Than anyone else. Absolutely. Ab right. You that's know true. True. You know how you want it. That's how it is. That's right. It depends on. Sometimes like, I depends use on the person. Hands. I'm like yes. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> Well, usually I need double hands, but <laughs> usually <laughs> most of the uh, time. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you, ladies, for letting me uh, anytime be here Pam. And, and promote the festival. He's gonna do the horn again. Oh, yeah. We use that on month. We use that at open mics to let people know that they have a minute left. That's what that horn is for because oh. it's on the radio. We were wondering so when they, okay, when well, they hear well, the honky well, we honky, it means they has a minute. Hurry the fuck up, right? Well, it yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's hurry the. It's you have a minute. So if you're a professional, you use your minute wisely. If you're not, you're like, oh, we gotta get up stage. Here. And if you suck, let's, you run the light. That's let's give it a second to hear Alabaster yeah, play on Alabaster piano. He's no Ray Charles, but he's Alabaster. He's he's more like Thelonious Monker. Oh yeah, he's definitely Thelonious Monker. <laughs> Art Tatum in uh, training. Baby, cry for me. I'm feeling so melancholy now. 
It's a very relaxing Saturday evening here at Beauty <laughs> <Mutiny> Radio. <laughs> so you heard it. We're going to have a comedy, comedy festival. festival coming up on March 2nd all the way down to March 6th. And it's jam-packed. Jam-packed. She always does it right. Jam-fucking-packed. Like, um, jalapeno jam-packed. Yeah, <laughs> jelly and... Like spicy to the flavor. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. And sweet, too. Ooh-wah, ooh-wah, sweet, ooh-wah. sweet and savory ooh-wah, ooh-wah, at the same ooh-wah. time. Ooh-wah, ooh-wah, ooh-wah. Sweet and sour. Sweet and sour, baby. (laughs) Yin and yang. The way to go. What's up? I don't want to leave. Let's just stay here. (laughs) I think you had uh, your fill of the mission today. I think so, too. The Good Bad were here earlier today, and that was a great set. Um, Here in some bluegrass here at the radio station. We haven't had that in a long time. Yeah, we haven't had an upright bass here in a long time. No, that was a breath of fresh air as far as I'm concerned. And next week we have Rasa Vitalia. She's going to be stopping by. Um, She does hot music, hot music, dance, and vocal. Oh, I love her. And she's a variety artist, so that's definitely going to be... Oh, God, I love her. Yeah. Her mad shake appeal will inspire and set our hearts on the stage on fire. I love her. I love her. I love her so much. Your eyes say it all. <laughs> so you'll want to stay tuned for that and David what's coming up next on Mutiny Radio enlighten us um <laughs> we asked the right person I know um this is my first time here at this station oh you're doing so great I don't know what is happening next people you out there we got some Tell comedy me. I think it's some comedy Stand up, possibly. Uh, oh, that's right. You know what? Guys? Eight to ten p.m. Yeah. Here's Andrea next. to the rescue. Comedy. K o m e d y. Just kidding. Did you pass the spelling bee in school? Comedy. <laughs> um, I don't want to talk about my past. Okay, okay, we won't. We won't. We'll leave we it at the door. There. You checked it at the door when you walked in. But comedy is good, and that's why I use it with a K. Comedy is amazing. And um, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. Tap your toes and clap your hands. Come on, trace the globe and shake your pants. Just twist your hip and do the dip. Come on, shake your back, do whatever it takes. Wanna get down lower than Atlantis? Going toe to toe with an enchantress. Get funkier than funkadelic wearing pants. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea? If all Americans switch to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. Thank you. 
Champagne on the mission statement on Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. And uh, this is the second show of the year. We're going to play some new stuff that uh, we never had before. And we'll be, ba- we'll be back. <laughs> Do you believe in love? And save the bullshit questions. It's just how the light hits their eyes The light hits their eyes
the inside. I don't really like you, but I like you on the inside.